0: press. There is no stopping this team. The eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it.
1: Merrill
2: for the
3: lead. He's got
0: it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to
2: see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling
3: you, I'd hate to see you general manage
0: a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
3: Welcome to the Full Court Press. Eric Franz and Ajay Salveson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 106.9thefan.com, and the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. For a one-year kickoff time here on a Monday, it's when we get make it midway through August. We are about 3... Yeah, give or so three weeks away from game one of the Utah State Aggie football teams to get ready to go to Pullman, Washington, take on the Washington State Cougars. Don't forget, your pregame will be with Al Lewis one hour before game time and, of course, postgame after, where you'll be able to call in and share your thoughts with Al and Eric and all the rest of the crew. Uh, Whether it's a win or a loss, they'll be there for you. So join in and be a part of the uh, postgame with uh, those guys. On September 4th, it's a late kickoff, uh, 9 o'clock, I believe, Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Pacific Time. Uh, those are always a bummer. I hate late games. I don't, I don't know why they do that. I don't know why Fox does that, too. I think the game is on Fox, by the way. But, yeah, I'm not a big fan of late kickoffs. I've, I've been through plenty of those. Uh, again, welcome to the Full Court Press. If you want to be a part of our show, text in at 435 435- Three three nine zero three two one 339 321 again, 435 321 three, to text into the full court press and share your thoughts on a very busy weekend. Jordan Love, preseason football, Sam Merrill, Summer League basketball, Namish Keta as well on in that regard. Uh, we had our Utah State football scrimmage. Did you go? What stood out to you? What did you like? What did you hate? What concerns you? What excites you? I had a chance to sit down with uh, Coach Al... I'm going to mess up his name too, Lapuaho. <laughs> uh, in fact, he said, I asked him a couple of questions on, on saying Polynesian names, and he is Polynesian, so he had no problem with it. But I asked him, you know, like, what's the hardest name to say? And uh, he was like, oh, there's not really one of them. But then he said, most people struggle with this name. And so I asked him about nicknames, and he actually told me a nickname he has uh, to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to I guess he they used to have nicknames and he even had a nickname and asked him what that nickname was so we'll get to uh, Coach Al you'll hear from him the leader of the defensive line good showing from them good showing from the defense the on Saturday afternoon looked really good in in that uh, in that phase offense looked all right things could have looked better I think if you ask a lot of people who were there in attendance again they have one final scrimmage that comes up this Saturday at noon uh part of Aggie family fun football day uh you'll be able to be a part of the experience and and watch the team and uh it should be a beautiful weather day as well so uh this Saturday at the uh at Maverick's on Mer- on Merlin Olson food <laughs> food damn it. What, uh, what kind of uh Merlin Olson what does field.
2: Merlin Olson like
3: I don't know whatever Maverick
2: serves I mean I know he was like a flower spokesman for a long time but I don't think that would be Merlin Olson is food Is he a
3: Bahama mama guy or is he a cheddarwurst Good question. Oh, he's a Bahama Mama. You seen that dude? Well, okay. Did you ever look at that dude, or did you see photos of that dude? It's got to be Bahama Mama, and it's probably two of them. Two nine four seven text into the show. Who's With sauerkraut? The... Yes, extra sauerkraut. Uh who's the starting QB for USU game one? Logan Bonner. It's not as clear cut as it was. Maybe I US think spring? it's
2: still a competition to be determined.
3: I still think it's Logan Bonner. I think Peasley looks okay
2: here. Peasley was shaky in his first series, got better. Uh, Peasley's definitely more mobile. Bonner can roll out and scramble, but Peasley, I, I have to give him a lot of credit for how he continues to work on his game and make it a competition. I think Bonner seems to have a little more control of the offense and how to make the right throw. Peasley made some good throws, though. So I don't think it's quite clear cut. I think I'm with you it probably leans more towards Bonner, but I don't think it's determined. I mean, Peasley came out in the first series. I mean, that's got to tell you something. But what happens this week and who um you know who gets what reps with what other players around them. I don't know that we necessarily can determine everything based on that, but it'll give us a probably a little better clue.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely, I, uh, sorry, I was just watching this video. Oh, no. Dude, this, so this trainer of an alligator
2: is, Oh, in Utah.
3: Yeah, and she, like, I don't know what she's doing exactly, if she's feeding the alligator.
2: Well, it's like, in this, the display, like, big plexiglass box- And it's supposed to be something that they can, educational, kids can learn about the alligator. Oh, they learned a lot about the alligator. (laughs) They learned a little bit more than kids wanted.
3: Okay, so here's, okay, so credit to the trainer for actually staying calm and not freaking out. Um, but, okay, listen, you people, trainers, kids, parents, I don't care if you're Superman. You don't stick your hand near the alligator's mouth. You don't stick your foot near a lion's mouth. You don't. Go cuddle with a boa constrictor. Like, can we have some common sense here?
2: Yeah, but then I also see these videos of guys like wrestling with lions out in the African safari, and they're like buddies. No, they're stupid. Like, at some point, they think they're buddies. At some point, this wild they, animal will turn on you. Like, I thought me and
3: Sam Mero were buddies. We're not. He unfollowed me on Twitter. <laughs> so,
4: that's,
2: is it because he's a with the grizzlies, and that means it's more of a wild animal than a buck?
3: Dude, you really like wah, wah, wah. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that I really just, failed. Anyways, I was just watching that. Dude, that is nuts. All right. Anyway, sorry. Back to uh, Logan Bonner. No, yeah. Yes, like,
2: thank you for uh, bringing us back. <laughs> it's
3: usually you that's having to do it. Um, <laughs> But uh, I think based on the offense they want to run, do, can they use a mobile quarterback? You betcha. Absolutely. But I think you said it well about a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago. Don't be surprised if you see Peasley in a game, or at least on some snaps, or Boner coming in on some snaps. Like if they that's maybe a two use quarterback quarterbacks. System. I know that's something that a lot of coaches hate, but uh, yeah, I I'd be surprised if Peasley's the starting quarterback. I'd be shocked.
2: Uh 9315, Ajay is so right. Common sense is the key with most things.
3: Well, especially like like oh, hey, there's a crocodile. Here, hold on. Are you hungry, crocodile? Let me stick a little piece of food in your mouth. Not let me toss it to you, let me not let me throw it twenty feet away from you, and you go get it. Let me just stick it in your mouth. And then you eat it. Like the alligators can make, oh human skin. Yes, yummy, I'm gonna eat the hand. It doesn't care about the food. Your food is the hand. Did you watch any Crocodile Hunter? Uh, uh, well, no, Steve watched, Irwin? No, I watched Crocodile Dundee.
2: Uh, a little different. They are both from Australia. That's probably the only place where it starts and ends with the comparisons. Dude, she got But it. he would come up from behind, and I guess the thing with these crocodiles and alligators is when they clamp down, that's where they have a lot of force, but to like to open their jaws... Like they can't really open their jaws as as well. So he'd always come up behind him and he'd hold them down because they couldn't they didn't have the same force to open their mouth as much as they did to close it. So as long okay, as you get it so closed, you're okay.
3: Maybe I need to redo what I said. Unless your name is Steve Irwin and it's not because he's dead. Uh because guess what, Eric? What was he doing?
2: He was swimming in the ocean. He was
3: playing patty cake with a freaking jellyfish or whatever, and it killed him. It's a ray. Uh, yeah, a devil ray. All right, they may not be vicious on the baseball field, but they're still vicious in the ocean. But well, The Rays are always potent in the off season. <laughs> well, this one doesn't they're have an a great regular
2: season. season, and they always get to the postseason lately.
3: Honestly, like what?
2: Uh, you always, like man, even the great Steve
3: Irwin died because he was dinking around with animals. So what does that tell you as a human being who has no training? Even if that like girl. She probably has, like, a year of training, if that, with animals.
2: I have no idea what her training is, and I'm not going to speculate.
3: But let me st- – I mean, but, Eric, come on. You don't stick your hand into an alligator's mouth and it's like, hey, look at this, kids. Yeah. This is fun.
2: On uh, our Guild Mortgage text line from 9315, I think with the transfer portal that more teams would go to the two-quarterback system just to keep them from leaving.
3: Yeah, uh, I think it's all based uh, on yeah, – I'm not so sure We're not going to go with that one. Hey, uh – Kyle Van Leeuwen has looked really good as of late, too. Great. He he had had a
2: really good scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, He was available to the media afterwards. Uh, He made some great plays. Oh,
3: yeah. I guess you want that audio, huh? Uh, Grab
2: that. That probably would be helpful Ah, as we recap the scrimmage.
3: Shut it. (laughs) Why do you do this? All right. I got to find it. Yeah, keep going. Anyways, he was good. Eric, the defense was awesome, though. I was impressed with the defense, too. Yeah, it's
2: always one of those tricky things, right? I mean, when it's your team playing each other, did a great play happen because does that mean that, the in this case, the offense was was not good or because the defense was just that much better? Uh, So when a big play happens, it's like, wow, that was a great deep pass and a great catch by the wide receiver who ran down. Okay, it was it was great play by the offense, or was that a defensive breakdown on for your same team? So it's always a little tricky. But um, the defense did make some great plays. Justin Rice had this that athletic, crazy interception. Just made the jump, grabbed it right out of the air. So I missed right at the line, runs it back. Um, that was fun. So there were some some great uh, breaks on um, uh, Wheatley. Excuse me, Whaley uh, made a great uh, break on a pass. Um, so there were just some great individual plays that defense defensive players made. Um, and so that's, that's encouraging. But the offense has to also be better about ball placement and holding on to the ball, not letting it get loose.
3: Uh, 4086, I heard our buddy Jason Shelley is at Missouri State. He is. And then he tweeted out, why can't you just let me be? Dude, he is such a drama queen.
2: Uh, I don't. You know miss what? Him. I'm happy that he's still playing. That he's still getting opportunities. Good for him. Just uh, that uh, it's it just it wasn't working out here, and I'm not sad that he's not here. Four
3: zero eight six. How does our special teams look, Eric?
2: Um, did they miss any field goals? <laughs> I'm serious. I don't remember if they did or don't. I'll be honest. Did our punting? Do well. Thing is, they when they ever they got down into situational stuff, they they didn't do any end zone red zone uh, stuff. They held those out. They said they hadn't worked on red zone stuff, and frankly, that was the same story we got in the spring. Yeah, it is. so I'm a little curious as to when exactly they plan on working on red zone. I mean, I know they've been working on it. They just don't want to show it yet.
3: Uh 2305 I was very impressed. Oh, I sorry, I missed up a text. Sorry. Uh 5662. Didn't make it up Saturday. What about Jordan Nathan? Did he play? He seems to get lost on this roster. I haven't heard anything about Jordan Nathan in spring or even fall camp, dude. Uh,
2: I think you're right. He is getting a little bit lost. Um, but it doesn't mean that he's not out there still playing hard and making himself available. 23- it's a very, it's a deep wide receiver core, especially at that position that he plays. Um, he'll he'll get his name called.
3: Uh, two three zero five. I was very impressed with Logan Bonner. Glad he came from Arkansas State with Coach Anderson. He throws a tight spiral and looks like he can move.
2: Yeah, uh, he can move. He's not as mobile and as quick as Peasley is. Um, but can he throw but, a ball I mean, for a lot on of times? This was our, our first. I'm seeing Bonner, and I thought he look? he's looks
3: like, he's a lot thicker. And throwing the ball, he looked all right, didn't he?
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, do do, do four zero eight six. What specifically on defense do we need to work on? Honestly, I love the way our defense looks. <laughs> if we can score twenty six points a game, I think our defense is gonna be able to take care of the rest. It's just we we needed an offense. I think, and I think we have that offense this year.
2: I I think. You and I have talked about this. My biggest questions coming into this fall were: What does it look like at the line of scrimmage? Is there depth? Is there enough talent? Um, and uh, for me, also, it was the Utah State secondary defensive. If we're speaking defensively, yeah, here we are. Yep, and uh, I think the starters on def- on that defensive line look good. I like what I'm seeing so far out of those guys. And I think we've got a lot of depth, more depth than I realized initially in that secondary. So for me, it's still that question about depth on that defensive front. And then you got a chance to talk to uh defensive line coach about that earlier today. So I think that's still something that's developing. It's not like you can just go out and find somebody. It, what At this point, you are kind of who you are. You might be able to switch a guy positions here and there, but I think it's helpful having Nick Henninger on the defensive line and not trying to make him into a linebacker because you've got other studs there taking care of that. So I think that really helps. I think you got some transfers that are there helping as well. So I'm I'm liking what's what I'm seeing so far, but there's still a little bit of question about depth. What if somebody goes down?
3: Justin Rice is a pretty good pickup, isn't he? <laughs> oh. Man, two interceptions. He's just he's phenomenal. He and he just he's so instinctive, like, honestly, he just sees it before it happens. And he's quick, he doesn't waste steps getting to places, um, runs runs hard. It's it's really has been impressive watching him in fall camp so far. And boy, he's when Coach Anderson
2: continues to rave about how good of shape he's in,
3: yeah. He must have been in really bad shape at Arkansas State when he first got there because he really does talk about that a lot. He just I, – I still love it. He was fat, out of shape, didn't know what he was doing. Throwing up in practice. Throwing up in practice. <laughs> and now you look at him and you're like, wait, he was? Really? He looks really good. So it's, uh, it's been impressive. It's good to see Justin Rice out there. That guy's going to put a lot of hats on helmets. I, I think he's just – he has that, um, that tenacity – you know he's aggressive. He's physical. So, uh, always been impressed with. Uh, always been impressed with Justin Rice so
2: far. Yeah. No. I, yeah, I agree, and I think he he's gonna. If that defensive line can do their job, that's gonna create a lot of opportunity for him to pressure, come on the edges, go after running backs, pick passes out of the air. I mean, he's he's got a lot of talent and ability. Been playing this game a long time. And uh, was great in the Mountain West before, and he's in great shape coming into this season. I think he's going to do great things for USU.
3: Nine three one five. What questions do you have after watching the scrimmage, or is there a place that looked better than you first thought? My question still stands at the running back spot. I still need someone to stand out, and I haven't seen one yet.
2: I'm kind of with you because there's been times where we hear Devonte Henry Cole is you know, the returning strong running back that but Utah he looks like State he's needs. Buried and it's on that like, dirt tra- well, maybe depth it's- chart now. Gentry or maybe it's, you know, Noah. So there's a stable of running backs, and I think they're all kind of okay, but no one's really separated as a great running back for Utah State. And and we've had great running backs in the past, not that long ago. So who that is, still not really determined in my mind either. Uh,
3: 2305. Rice looks like he's been in Aggie all his life, looks very comfortable in the middle of that defense. So is he gonna be the captain of the defense, would you say then?
2: That's what Coach Anderson called him. Yeah. Called yeah. him the quarterback of the defense. Yeah. Man, that's I mean, uh, hey, does that I don't mean, know how the other guys who have been here for a while feel about that. Okay, so I was gonna ask you do you is, You is, watch him play and you're like, yes, that should be. Is that more of, of a
3: compliment to Justin Rice of what he's been able to do or a just kind of a backhand to the defense of those guys that have been here and can't, you know, get that role, like Kevin Metzenheimer?
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's a personal question for them, I guess, to feel how they react to that. But I think it should be more of a compliment to Rice. And you can see it, how he plays. I mean, A.J. Vong Pachon, Kevin Metzenheimer, they've made good plays for Utah State. But look at Justin Rice and his career. He is another. He he's another level.
3: Uh, that's a good point. Uh, and then finally, Eric, I, I, I do want to ask you um, defensive backfield. I thought I thought they looked sharp. Give me your thoughts on the deep led by Shaq Bond, Andre Grayson Jr. out there as well. Uh, they these guys got torched really badly a year ago, but I thought that I think there's a lot of been there's been a lot of improvement on their side.
2: No, oh, I agree, and, I, and like I said earlier, there's depth there. And, nice. uh, and you know, I think that they're they're active. They're making plays. They're quick. Um, I think that uh, I think what's going on there is is really solid for Utah State, which is going to give that defensive line and the linebacker crew more opportunity. Uh, I don't think opposing quarterbacks will have as easy of a time making their reads, uh, just because of the talent that's that's there, and there could be. I think we have a greater opportunity for coverage sacks this upcoming season because of the talent in the secondary.
3: Offensively for Utah State, they generated 609 yards of total offense, 519 of that through the air, and 90 on the ground. Uh, Kyle Van Leeuwen, again, had 11 catches for 131 yards. Freshman wideout, Nani Davis, had seven catches for 75, and senior wideout, Devin Tompkins, caught six for 82. And, uh, I guess,
2: and there was a deep pass to Scarver that would have gone for a touchdown, and he just he couldn't haul it in. Yeah. I mean, this got to haul those in. It was there. Um, but it's good to see some of these other uh, wide receivers doing well and making plays.
3: Three quarterbacks uh, saw action for the Utah State Aggies Logan Bonner uh, was 16 to 20 for 189, Cooper Lega 14 to 17 for 153, and Andrew Peasley went 11 to 21 for 127. John Drantry had a team high 12 carries for 26 yards. Uh, DHC had 11 for 44. Defensively for Utah State, they got five turnovers, three fumble recoveries, and a pair of picks. Adding seven sacks, 19 tackles for a loss, four pass breakups. Again, Justin Rice led the whole entire crew with a tackle for a loss and an interception, forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. I, yeah, the dude's just—he's just everywhere. Goodness gracious. It's impressive.
2: He's a uh, he's a one man wrecking crew. I'd
3: say so. Let's see here. Nine three one five, which players are not on the this here. Any surprises? Bryce Mortensen. I don't know what happened. I don't know where he's at.
2: Ah, I don't know where he ended up. I don't know if he's just done with football. There was nothing.
3: There was nothing.
2: Yeah, I couldn't find anything that said he was transferring to X Y Z school. Yeah. That's too bad. He was a great player at Skyview, a uh, good body, good size, good hands, great athleticism. But I don't I don't know. He was supposed to be a great future tight end for USU and he's not on the roster anymore.
3: A410 text in, is there going to be any pick for high school sports this year? There is not. Unfortunately, we are sorry.
2: I know. That's a big hit. It, that contest this a huge hit. We've had a few questions about this. That's we've, awesome. We've done that for a few years in a row, and it's always really fun to do. We've got some great sponsors that that uh, kick in some great prizes for those who participate. I'll be honest, the reason that's not happening is cause, not because we didn't think it was useful or successful, because it was on both ends, but our focus has been on our evolution of how we cover high school sports and that's being able to provide video and you can watch it on cash Valley daily, besides being able to listen to it on your radio or listen to it online, streaming audio online. And Friday was our first weekend of doing that. We had a few hiccups early. We got them resolved and uh, by and large, we still feel like it was a success. So we're really excited for this upcoming week and the rest of the season. So, um, it's really cool, but that's taken a lot of our attention to make sure we're doing it right and that our, our, our play-by-play people in the field know how to handle everything because this is definitely a new level of, of technicality and, uh, and a way of doing it, but really excited to see how that's uh, going to unfold for us over these uh, next several weeks covering high school football in, in northern Utah.
3: All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll get to, uh, speaking of football, Jordan Love. Saw his first preseason action. We'll get to him and what he looked like um, and what some of the other people outside of us and outside of the Valley are saying about Jordan Love. Uh, He also had an injury. Looks like he should be back for game two. It sounds like he should be okay.
2: He was in helmet and pads at the end of practice today in Green Bay. I don't think he did much action, but so I think there's a strong possibility he will still start this coming weekend for their uh, preseason Game two.
3: Alright, we'll get to that and much more here on the Full Court Press. It's 1069 FM 1390. AM the
0: fan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric frenson and AJ Selvason.
3: You know, when I was 20, I was spry. I was springy. I was froggy. Now I wake up and it's like the nuts and the bolts haven't been um lubed. What? The nuts I haven't,
2: been, haven't been, lube. been lubed. Yeah. If you want to call in and wish AJ happy, no. you can do that too. Our our phone
0: lines are dead. Do not pull the plug on that Stay
2: back. Oh, out of reach. reach. Just pull it away. Oh, I can't reach.
0: Yeah. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
2: This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We'd love to give back to the community. From August 16th to August 28th, we will donate a portion of our sales to the family place of Cache Valley. One of the ways you can help us is come look at the new load of Whirlpool Scratch and dent appliances we have in stock. Get these top-of-the-line appliances with our exclusive two-year extended warranty. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Listen for a live radio broadcast Saturday. See
1: Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes, and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. Rodents, dairy flies, and mosquitoes cause a problem when trying to enjoy the outdoors. You can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb-to-curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512 one for Western Extermination.
4: Essie Needham Jewelers has been helping
1: couples celebrate their anniversaries for more than a century. When you present her a piece of diamond jewelry in an Essie Needham box, it says you're committed to taking care of her forever. We absolutely stand behind our jewelry, our prices, and our service. We always have and always will. This anniversary, give the gift of diamond jewelry. A diamond from Essie Needham Jewelers says that you plan on being there for the rest of her life, just like we will be
4: need Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership? And we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience. Valley remains your safe and
0: smart choice for document solutions in all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
3: It is the full court press, Eric Frantz and Ajay Salison, 1069 The Fan. Thanks for joining us wherever and however you're doing so. Whether it's online, on the app, or just on your radio in the car, wherever you're at. Uh, Eric got a text from 6543. Well, we do need to answer this. I haven't been able to restream. Any of the high school games from the weekend? Is there something I'm missing?
2: You're not missing anything. Uh, we uh, there's a organization we've kind of partnered with to help us through this process uh, to do these video streams of high school football. And uh, as I mentioned, there were a few hiccups on Friday, and one of those is that uh, we're unable to archive those. Um, but in the coming weeks, it will. That's we're getting that fixed. In fact, we've got it fixed today. So for the future games, they will be there, but unfortunately for the games on Friday, we don't have those on Cash Valley daily. Sorry, I know we're you're not the only ones disappointed in not being able to find those. But we'll get it fixed though. uh
3: 9315 Cash Valley just had the fair. did Archie make it to the rodeo? I did not. I did not. And if not, how do we get him to one to see the sports of rodeo? uh you know what, I need to go. I really do. I, I need to be there and watch a rodeo. I would love to go see a rodeo. I really would.
2: You know, I was talking to my wife the other day about this. Like, man, we've, we, I don't think our kids have been to a rodeo. Like, I've been to rodeos before, but it's been a long time. And I don't know that I've taken my kids. We need to. Shame on you. It Eric. might be too late. I don't know the next time a rodeo is <laughs> coming around in Cash Valley. It's the kind of the season is coming gone.
5: Yeah.
3: I, uh, I know. I'm kind of bummed out. I actually missed the rodeo. Do you know what the best thing at a fair is? Maybe we should ask our listeners. What is your go to snack at the fair?
2: Oh, no. We still, the Box Elder County is going to be doing theirs. That's still coming up. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's right. That's not done. Do we support Box Elder County? Well, of course we
3: do. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, I need, what are those things called that have like the white powdery over the fried cake? What is that? Oh. Someone help me. It's like white powder. No. What do they call
2: those?
3: It's white powder stuff on like a fried cake and it is so good. (laughs) And I cannot figure out what it is. But I need it and I need it now. (laughs) If someone could go to Tremont next week, which nine three one five says there's a fair next week in Tremont. Okay. Bring me. There we go. A, a funnel cake. cake. Eight seven nine eight. God bless you. In four zero eight six and five six six two and five four five two. <laughs> you guys are the best. Funnel cakes. I need. I have never had a funnel cake in my life. Wait. What? I'm dead serious. How five 6, six six two. I had one. And is that possible? They were awesome. Oh five six six two. I'm jealous. I don't know. I just I, – I always go to the fair and I just go play, you know, smash the heads on the thing or, you know, I try to go win a jersey or whatever and you get, like, just cheaped out because they cheat or whatever
2: or, you, I mean – So you're usually hanging out at the carnival games? Yeah. and and. Now I'm usually hanging out at the fair food. See, that's where – we need to swap spots <laughs> and I need to go. Funnel
3: cakes. Thank you, guys. Four zero eight six. I went to the rodeo and the bulls won the bull riding. Not a single bull rider rodeo bull for eight seconds. Oh, rodeo bull for eight seconds. Oh man!
2: Wow, some mean bulls.
3: Funnel cakes. That's what it is. Oh, dude, I gotta, I gotta Google this. Have you ever had a funnel cake?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There are, there's a, a family here in the valley that uh, always shows up at. Why is there? Summerfest Mackin- and. Dude, this is
3: Mackin- the fair. It's and- not a funnel cake. It looks like mac and cheese. That looks gross. Oh, there's a funnel cake. Four
2: zero eight six. That was Saturday night.
3: Oh man,
2: bulls dude. were not happy on Saturday night. That's good.
3: <laughs> oh
2: man. Uh, Two three zero five. Nine uh, nine Davis, the freshman from Alabama, looks pretty good. Has hands and speed. Oh yeah, Nine-Nye. he looked good in the scrimmage.
3: Yeah, dude. I. I'm excited about him. I'm excited about this receiving core. Like, if you can get guys who can run good routes in the slot position, it's going to open up everything. Everything for you on the outside position of the wide receiver. Well, and
2: this is a core that has speed. Yes. Now, uh, Do we have a solidified possession receiver? No. Mm. I think you have a couple guys with that you can use mm-hmm. but I don't know that there's a clear cut guy like we've enjoyed like CLC Mariner and yeah. some guys that have been like that in the past.
3: 3426. Uh let's see here. Best food at a fair is a candied hot dog. What? What? It is a Twinkie wrapped around your favorite candy bar, most generally a Milky Way or Snickers, dipped in batter and then deep fried. Oh wow. Oh that gosh. screams kill my arteries. But yes, <laughs> please. I would, I would absolutely chop my arteries in half for that. A Milky Way or a Snickers? So three, four, two, six. What do you? What's your candy bar then? Twinkie re- wrapped around a candy bar, dipped in batter and then deep fried.
6: My goodness.
3: That sounds. That sounds. I have, delicious. have
2: one of those shock machines ready.
3: I'm going to get naughty with my body. That's What <laughs> I'm going to do? Nine wow. three one five. If we go. Your tickets for the rodeo in Tremonton. would you go? And then you could get a funnel cake. If we go. If we get you tickets, tickets
2: AJ, for rodeo next week in Tremonton, would you go and would you get a funnel cake?
3: I probably would. Next week, right? So next weekend. Yeah, we'd be good. I can't go this weekend because we've got the scrimmage. But this, next week, yeah, we should be all right. I think I could go. I need to go to a rodeo. I, I just need to go enjoy the atmosphere of the rodeo.
2: Uh four two six zero, if you haven't tried the churros at the fair, you mm-hmm. haven't lived.
3: I have never had a churro at the fair. I've had a churro before. They were okay, but never at the fair. Everything, all food is better at the fair. Now, is
2: it the churro with the custard in the middle? Wait, what's custard? Oh, that stuff's good. Like the Brazilian uh, churros?
3: Wait, what's custard? That's
2: next level. It's good stuff.
3: What is a custard?
2: It's like a cream.
3: Oh, gross.
2: It's a sweet, it's creamy. That
3: sounds gross. Is it good? Oh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 4260. Would you eat it with custard in it? That sounds horrible. Uh, Let's see. 4086. That was Saturday. I'll I'll take you next week to Tremont for the fair for a funnel cake and a diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, you're speaking my love language. Uh, Deep fried butter cube. What is that?
2: I've heard about that. I've never seen it locally. I've heard of it in uh, places like the Iowa State Fair. People deep? love it. Wait, what is it? It's just like a cube of butter and they deep fry it.
3: That sounds incredibly horrible. Not, deep, not only also deep but fried your body. dill
2: pickle. I could do a deep fried dill pickle. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I could do a deep yeah. fried cube of butter. I'm
3: a deep fried pickle guy. I love deep fried pickles. Uh let's see 5662. The berries and cream is awesome. Hmm. Uh and then 4260. Yes, with custard. Mm. So, wait. So, yeah, good so stuff. time out. So, it's a churro with like a cream in it. And is it soft or is it hard?
2: No, it's soft. So, have you ever had like a uh, Bavarian cream uh-huh. hot dog? Or not hot dog. Oh, not a hot dog. Donut. But donut, yes. So, it's kind of like that. It's a cream on the inside, and they just inject that into the uh, churro.
3: Oh. It's good? Is oh, it really? Oh, it's delicious. Three, four, oh, sorry, 4086, Iowa State Fair has a weird food every year. Oh,
2: yes. I have a sister who lives in Iowa, and she's always telling me stories about the weirdest stuff they have there.
3: 2305, this can't be true. How about frozen mayonnaise on a stick? That can't be what? true. Please tell no. me that's not true. 2305, please tell me that's not true.
2: Who would buy that? Oh, dude, Nobody. Nobody. Three, four, two, hot outside, kids. Let's get out those uh, frozen mayo on a stick. Mm. Three, four, two, six gets
3: the Milky Way candy hot dogs. Uh, I think is the best, but I have had one with Snickers bar and a three must eat, three Musketeers is my candy bar, but I think the Milky Way candy hot dog is better, dude. I, that sounds really delicious, like a fried Twinkie with a chocolate candy bar inside of it. Oh my gosh, that is heaven. Dude, how about this I, <sighs> nine three one five? What day do they have performances at eight? Thursday, Friday, or Saturday? What day do you want? And I'll get you two tickets for free and have someone drop them at the. Wow, that's that's nice of you. Wow, look at that. That's very very kind of you. Um, just you know, whatever works. Uh, three four two six. They also do Oreos deep fried as well. What?
2: Can you deep fry an Oreo? Dude, you can deep fry anything. But it's got to taste good. I've had a a deep fried Twinkie. Someone brought that at the Summerfest a few years ago. And we got a couple of us and split it up. There's no Uh, way I'm eating that thing myself. For... Fill my arteries and heart stopping. (laughs) Look at you.
3: It's not going to matter. 4086. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to do what Cody does. I'm not going to lead you on. Okay. Uh, I appreciate the invite, but I think 9315 is taking care of it. So I'll be good. Uh, Deep fried catfish. What the fetch are we doing here?
2: I've had deep. I've had. That uh, can't be good. Yeah. Uh, I've had deep fried catfish. Did you hate it? I had it at. Oh.
3: There's no way you like to it. Yeah,
2: what's the place that's like ah, uh, can't think of what. They've got it's a chain. They have one in Layton.
3: I have no idea what you're talking Cracker about. Cracker Barrel. Oh. Yeah, they have one in Paradise, don't they? Or Avon? Well,
2: it's it's not the same thing.
3: Wait, what do you mean it's not the same thing? Yeah not the same thing 4086 a six says yum <laughs> oh man all right let's get back to sports yeah, making us hungry oh my gosh that's so good man i love it Well, and dude our listeners are fair fans fair food fans i should say that's what i love
2: oh three four two six you can also get deep fried catfish at texas roadhouse i'm not surprised i'll have to try that
3: dude you got to tell me how it is
2: i'll be honest i have not been to the old roadhouse in a long time really yeah been a while,
3: dude. The last time I went there, they put me on a stupid saddle and sang me that stupid birthday song, and then I wrote a horrible Google review about the waitress because they made me do it. I do. I just I said she gave us bad service.
4: Oh,
2: why'd you kind. do that? That's because not nice. they put me on the saddle. That's what they do for the sat- everybody on their no, birthday. No,
3: if you say, I've done
2: the saddle, Eric. No means no. Okay, no means no. You just you got to embrace it. You know, <laughs> you
3: don't gotta embrace it.
2: Yeah, have some fun while you're there.
3: No. And and now you don't even get any peanuts. That sucks too. They used to mm. give you peanuts. Uh, but you
2: better a bad review about that.
3: <laughs> August fourteenth, uh, Jordan Love took uh, the the field in his NFL preseason debut. He looked good. Twelve of seventeen for one hundred twenty-two yards and one touchdown. He did leave with an injury, a shoulder injury, but it looks like he'll be okay for game two. And it looks like he'll be on the starting uh starting underneath center.
2: Yeah, I've been following Rob the Domofsky. Uh, the, the yep, really good. Rob Domofsky, he follows the Packers there in Green Bay. And uh, he had a picture this afternoon that showed Jordan Love, helmet and pads out there. It didn't really look like he had any, uh, any action that he was doing, but still being there around the other quarterbacks. Um, they held him out of the vast majority of practice today, just as precautionary but um all accounts look like he is still going to uh get the start uh this coming weekend and you know 110.4 rating in his uh in his really his debut for green bay had some throws that were okay he had one throw that was fantastic so i'm looking at
3: one of these throws this one's down the middle to his tight end i think he's running nah, he's just running a mini skinny post yeah and, and Jordan puts it over two defenders right in his bread basket. Like, and not to mention, he had a guy coming right at him, and he knew he was going to get hit. Stood in there, took the hit like a man, and made the made a great throw for a completion of about 25 yards in a
2: first yeah, down. A, it was a pretty oh, throw. Boy,
3: he looked good. I love that throw. Uh, he also had the uh, touchdown on the screen pass. Uh, dumped it off to the uh, right side. The guy scampered in from about uh, what, 12 out. Uh, had to kind of fangle himself inside of a skinny little bit of a slot to be able to get him in, but I, I thought he was I thought he was great. I thought he was great. Uh three four two six. Uh we are not doing prep picks this year. We apologize. Uh unfortunately we were unable to do it. We're kind of focused on more on being able to get you guys the coverage of being able to see the game. So uh there is no prep picks uh this year. Uh and in regards of the link uh to see there's no link for high school football for twenty twenty one. Yeah, there's no it's coming. Picks. Yeah. It's we're, coming. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Uh, Again, one
2: know? of those other things that got addressed today that should be all there.
3: Okay, so let me ask you, just hypothetically, you're the Cleveland or you're the Green Bay GM. You see Jordan Love. Are you like, oh, did we really need to give Aaron Rodgers all that money? I mean, or I mean, do we really need to kind of cater to what Aaron Rodgers' needs were? Because this kid looks all right. Now, of course, he's a shoulder injury. So now you're like, uh, oh can he stay healthy, but... Man. Okay,
2: this is a st- simple answer. Yes. Let me put it, just frame it differently. Okay. Do I provide an opportunity for the reigning MVP to come back and lead my team, or do I go to somebody who hasn't seen meaningful football action in a year and a half? Just rephrasing the exact same question That's okay. with a few more details. It's pretty simple. But he's so, so you still needy. keep Aaron Rodgers? He's such a diva. He's the reigning MVP. He gives you a better chance to win. Jordan Love? Does he have an opportunity? Does he have a future in the NFL? I think he does. Okay, so if he goes... But it's going to take him a little bit.
3: If Rodgers goes six and eleven in the regular season this year,
2: they're going to be is like highly unlikely, but sure, it's you
3: never possible. Know. You never know. All right, week two of the preseason sees uh, Jordan Love and his Green Bay Packers taking on – oh, wow, that's not even close. Sorry, I need to go back. (laughs) Uh, Taking on Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. This game will be on the NFL Network and will be on Saturday at 225. Oh, come Hey, that's right after the Aggie scrimmage. Okay, yeah. here's what you do. You go watch some Aggie football. You get done. You go home. On your way. You pick up some good food. You go home. Stuff your face and watch Jordan Love. Dominate Zach Wilson.
2: Zach Wilson, not a great debut under center for the Jets. He was 6 for 9, 63 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, an 86.8 rating for the Jets. So much better but, okay. much better so, debut for Jordan Love. He,
3: well, here's what we're doing. We're looking at numbers because we're media. We're not looking at like what they were looking for. Uh, there's this Brian Baldinger guy of the NFL. Uh, he's an analyst, uh, for NFL Network, Fox, and Fox Sports. But he actually looks at three throws that Zach Wilson had, and how his accuracy was on display. Uh, good timing, good reads, um, quick release. So, I we're looking at numbers and saying, well, the guy looks like crap. While the Jets are looking at him and saying, I didn't this say he looked like crap.
2: I just said that Jordan Love looked better.
3: He did. I mean, well, I guess Jordan Love looked better with better talent. Zach Wilton looked okay with mediocre talent. That's fair. And again, there's I mean, there's things that the Jets are okay, so let me rephrase it. Zach Wilton looked fine, I think, for the Jets, what they saw, I think they were thrilled with Zach Wilson. Uh let's see. Three four two six. We can only hope that they go six and eleven. So we don't have to hear any more about Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love gets a chance to prove he's better than everyone else thinks he is. I agree. Like I'm, re- I'm ready for this to move on. I is Aaron Rodgers a great quarterback? You bet you. Does he give you a chance to win
2: the NFC? Sure. Is he going to? No. Nope. Jordan Love's not. Jordan Love's not going to win the AFC.
3: Well, he can't win the AFC. The NFC.
2: He's not going to win his division. How do you know? He's not experienced like Aaron Rodgers is.
3: But isn't it based on the like there's got to be some sort of leadership? And I think what Aaron has put his team through, I guess, you know, just regards of his, you know, all the attention being brought on him, I just don't think that's good leadership. I don't see Tom Brady doing that. I don't see Baker Mayfield doing that. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, they don't need that attention. They want to be leaders, good leaders, and I think Aaron Rodgers ships. Aaron Rodgers is a bad leader, and I think that's why they will not see a Super Bowl again the rest of his career.
2: Well, these next three weeks, uh, I guess next two weeks, uh, really important for Jordan Love yes. to get that that uh, NFL football experience. Showcase his skills and his abilities. By the way, make adjustments, and then give give confidence to his teammates and his organization and the fan base that if needed he can come in there and take care of business for the Green Bay Packers.
3: By the way, Jordan Love is going to have a heyday against that Jets defense. He's going to have a heyday. <laughs> He's going to get whatever he wants because that Jets defense is not very good at all. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and take a break. Coming back, we'll uh, continue more with the NFL. You're going to hear a lot from Utah State players and coach Anderson in the second hour. We'll play all the audio for you. Uh, I got to say, I got a chance to sit and talk with Coach Al. So, and, dude, I feel bad. I kept calling him Coach Al because I couldn't pronounce his last name. I said, can I just said, "I kept saying Coach Al," and he kind of looked at me like, "What's your problem? You can't say my <laughs> name, dude?"
2: How would you pronounce his last name?
3: Lalapoo. <laughs> this is the Herd. The winner in this is also...
1: Colin Cowherd. There's not as many smart people as you think. You know, it's just a reality. It'd be a no-brainer if you said, you know, hey, you got a chance to get uh, Wayne Gretzky on your team or you get a chance to have Michael Jordan on your team. Oh, we don't need him, you know. No thanks. We're, we're good.
6: Yes,
0: he is Wayne Gretzky and he is Michael Jordan. And, um... He's right. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Clear
1: the road. We have supplies inbound.
0: Are you a problem solver?
1: The Air National Guard never shies from tomorrow's problems. We run to them. Ready for world-class military training and global missions? Help us design the blueprint for a better future. Serve close to home and build the life you want with the Air National Guard. Visit us at goang.com or call us at 1
4: 800 T O G O A N G. School is out and summer's here. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent at Alpine Home Medical. We offer you the best quality products as well as excellent customer service. Whether you're in one of our 10 retail stores or shopping online, we'll provide you with the best experience possible. From CPAPs to compression stockings to portable oxygen concentrators, wheelchairs and scooters, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Visit us online at alpinehomemedical.com. We
6: bring
5: home.
4: This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com.
0: The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
3: Hey, uh, really quickly want to point this out because I, I, I feel like we need to recognize it, but Coach John Peace, former line coach for the Utah Utes, good, good man. I had a chance to uh, to meet him and, and sit down and, and do radio with him. is a phenomenal man. I was just the engineer, but I got a chance. He signed a hat for me, and we, we talked football for a while. Just a really great dude, and uh, my condolences go out to his, his family uh, and his loved ones. I got a chance to to meet the kids and such back then and they're just great people and so yeah coach John peace passed away today um from what i heard it wasn't i I, from what i heard it wasn't expected but Mm. yeah that's too bad though it's too bad yeah Yeah. great great coach for the Utah utes uh kyle winningham put out something i mean how much he respected him and how much he learned from him as well so yeah very very well respected very very well loved so it's a but, yeah, uh, thoughts and those uh, prayers go out to the youth family and, uh, of, course, uh, of course, John Peace and his uh, his uh, family as well. Uh, hey,
2: go ahead. Uh, we got a lot of USU audio to get through next hour. Yes, we do. So do we want to uh, pick six results right now?
3: So you saying that tells me that I lost, but, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Just because we want to reserve as much time as possible for USU. Yes. Next hour.
3: I mean, I know what you're doing right now, but yes, go ahead. Right. I know what you're trying to do right now.
2: Okay, so let's. This is an opportunity to recap some things that happened over the weekend, and just see how we did. I'm trying to predict what would
3: happen. Okay. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I don't know if I I, because I don't know the results. Right? Confirm this. I do not know the results. You do not know the results. I never do because you never tell me. I'm gonna put this on the line. If I lose. We are going to have a A.J. Roast Hour. I was on YouTube the other day, and I was watching Comedy Central, and they were doing a roast. Dude, I was laughing <laughs> until I nearly wet my pants. If we, if I lose, we'll do an A.J. Roast Hour.
2: What if I lose? Should we do an Eric Roast Hour? No, I just want another. I mean, I've
3: lost like two or three weeks in a row here. No, because, dude, y- y- you have feelings. I'm numb to them. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just can't I have wait. feelings. <laughs> okay, pick six.
2: All right, here we go. We'll, we'll find out. I, oh, in you real bringing, time.
3: You bringing it up tells me I lost. We'll, so we'll find go. out in real
2: time. Okay, number one, Sam Merrill minutes versus Sacramento in the NBA Summer League. The line was set at 20 and a half. I took the over, you took the under. He actually played 29 minutes. So, it's one for me.
6: <laughs> Tr- where
2: this is going. <laughs> Trent Forrest assists this is so for the Utah Jazz versus Miami. We set the line at eight and a half. I took the under. You took the over. He had six. That's two for me. <laughs> Jordan Love passing yards on Saturday. The line was set at 145 and a half. I took the over. You took the under. He had 122. So, one for you. Namish Kedda blocks. This is
3: such a joke.
2: Against Memphis Grizzlies. The line was set at four and a half. We both took the under on that. He had three. So it's three for me, two for you. Uh, Yankees over the Sox. I don't remember if you specified Saturday or Sunday, but the line was set at two and a half uh, runs over the Sox. Um, I took the over, you took the under. Honestly, it doesn't matter which day because the Yankees beat the Sox by two each game. So you got that. So now it's three to three. It comes down to this. Utah Jazz center, Udoku Azubuke. Will he have a double-double in their game against Miami? Uh, Yes or no? We both said no. He had 18 points and nine rebounds. So we're tied four apiece. So now we go to the tiebreaker. Who will have more interceptions, Jordan Love or Zach Wilson? Oh, I said Jordan Love. You said Jordan Love. I said Zach Wilson.
3: Zach Wilson.
2: Neither one threw an interception. Oh, are you serious? So it's a tie, Ajay. Dude. Even with the tiebreaker, it's still a tie. That's not good.
3: That's not good. Eric, the point of the tiebreaker is to not have a tie at I the know. end of the game. I don't know how that happened. Vince Lombardi would have our heads right now if he heard about
2: this. Are you serious? It's still we a tie. Tied? It's tied 4-4 and even the tiebreaker. We couldn't even break the tie.
3: Okay. Well, we got to do a better job on the tiebreaker then. First of all. Second of all, That's I can't on get you. roasted. That was on you. You oh, were the no. one that got to pick you, oh, the tiebreaker. Oh, wow. Look at you blame me. Hey, we didn't get a tiebreaker. That's your fault, RJ. I'm trying to help us out. Oh, man. So I'm not going to get roasted. I was actually kind of looking forward to that. Huh. Dude, I was watching. I really was. I was watching Comedy Central. And uh, yeah.
2: Some of those can get kind of raunchy. Oh,
3: dude. They're hilarious. In fact, most of them do. Okay. Most of them do. Yeah. Uh, oh. By the
2: way, that uh, game, Sacramento and Memphis, early in the game, there was a switch, and Sam Merrill is out on the three-point line, and with the switch, uh, Ketta comes out to guard him, and Sam sticks a three pointer over the top. Oh of him. yeah, I that saw that. That was fun.
3: I'm telling you, like he knew it too. He's like, "Oh, give me ketta. Oh yeah, give me ketta. Oh, yeah. Good guard. I bet Meryl had some great moves. Dude, he did. He actually looked good. He, he looked got better. Really, as the league, really good in summer league. Yeah, he looked really good. I'm actually really impressed with him. 6-5-4-3, uh, Are you guys going to do the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game this year?
6: Ooh.
2: Yes. I would imagine we are, aren't we? I we, uh, wonder if we should send uh, Hurricane John Newbold a text right now and find out oh, what the shoot. play was for Saturday, Friday night. Crap. Because I did not get those details. I did not ask for those John, details John, if you're either.
3: listening, you need to text us right now with that answer. So
2: I guess uh, stay tuned for that.
3: Yeah. Uh, thank you, 6543, for reminding us how to do our job. Appreciate you. Yeah, need the burda, burda. Yeah, Shut up. Uh, 3426. First time in prep pick'em pick history, everyone's a loser. Yes. <laughs> ah, yeah, but here eight zero zero three. I will break the tie. RJ wins. Yeah, you know, that's what it's about—just simplicity. It's not how it works. Uh, well, our listeners can pick the winner. We will take the most votes after that, and whoever wins wins.
2: Hmm. Oh no. Yeah,
3: we didn't do a bread and butter, though, huh? Yeah. That's our fault. That I feel. So I bad. forgot
2: to follow up on that. I told. Totally a lot forgot. of stuff going on, but yeah. it's. Yes, we will be doing that again here on the full court press. So, make sure for those who aren't familiar with what that means, at the end of the Skyview football broadcast each Friday night, Hurricane John Newbold and Rex Davis will identify the Old Grist Mill bread and butter play of the game. They'll tell you who it was, what the game, what the play was, and then the following Monday here on the full court press. We'll bring it. We'll say, okay, did you know what it was? What was it? And you have to call in and correctly identify what it was. And if you're right, you get free bread at Old Grist Mill. All Pretty right. sweet deal.
3: Coming back, you'll hear a lot from uh, from the Aggies of football. We'll talk a lot of nice, Aggies football here coming up.
6: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I know the NFL preseason is a lot of fun, and this past weekend was. It's a time of hope, but just remember it's not real. Some of the big performances we're seeing right now may not mean anything during the regular season. There's a reason why Chase Daniel throws a lot of touchdown passes in the preseason and not the regular season. And nothing against Chase. He's had a great career as a backup. But sometimes it's easy to lose track that these are exhibition games. Teams don't want to show all their cards. They run simple defenses. They hold back their best offensive calls. And who knows what the level of competition is. That left tackle might be unemployed three weeks from now. I know it's still football we love to watch, but I think of it as more of a trailer for what's to come, like before the movie comes out. The uniforms are the same. Some of your favorite players are out there on the field. But just remember, don't get it confused with the real thing that starts in a couple of weeks. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.
0: It's the full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools,
3: Hey, welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson there. I'm Ajay Salveson for, or excuse me, 501, your kickoff time. Halfway through the month of August, we're that much closer to football season where the Utah State Aggies will take on the Washington State Cougars. You can hear pregame with Al Lewis, Eric Franson uh, at uh, one hour before kickoff time. And then you'll have post game where the fans, you the fans, can call in and share your emotions, your thoughts, whether it's a win or a loss. These guys will be here for you. That'll be on KVNU, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I've heard right, they're gonna air that also on here on the fan. I think I have heard. Okay. So it could be multi uh, broadcasting, whatever that is called. Uh, but uh, you would be able to hear on both stations. you get to hear Al Lewis. you get to hear, you know, Eric and, and those guys break down the Craig game. Craig Hislop.
2: I mean, those guys have such history. Yeah, and uh, they're just walking encyclopedias of Utah State. Uh, and then when the game's over, uh, former Aggie running back Ryan Baum will be back with us for the post game analysis. Um, he's got a great eye for what was going on. He doesn't hold anything back. Fun to hear Ryan break down a game, and he'll be back on with us. Hey, for Hey, are post-game. we
3: ever going to get him on our show?
2: We- if we reach out and ask him.
3: Okay, well, do you want me to do it, or, do you, or are you going to do it? I mean, when I ask you that, it's usually me who has to do it. So why don't you just text me his phone number, and I'll hit him up and see what he's up to. I'll be like, hey, I'm Eric's friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Hey, 8003, text into the show. Great job today, guys. You're coming in loud and clear at Maverick, where he's at 10,000 West, 2nd North. Well, that's why, man. We're two blocks away from you.
2: 10,000 West? That's like really far out there.
3: Well, yeah. Is it ten thousand West? That's how you say it.
2: Well, if you're talking about the Maverick that's just on the corner here near us, yeah. that's one thousand West. I'm I'm not familiar with a ten thousand West and a Maverick hanging out. Dude. There. Nine three
3: one five. Um Okay, what okay, nine three one five, I'll I'll send you a text message and we'll we'll get that done. Thank you. That's very, very kind of you. Did you see that? Look at that. <laughs> yes. Dude, there you go. He says, there you go, Ajay. If they don't work uh, for some reason, call me and I'll try some other way to fix it. I'll just text you after the show. And Leon Rose. We'll do it that way. Leon Rose coming through.
2: Sending you to the – uh or Leon Rose or Leon Rice? No, it's Leon. I can't remember.
3: Remember? It's Leon Rose. Leon Rose. We can't call him Leon Rice.
2: That's right. It's Please, Leon Rose. Right.
3: Yeah, Leon Rose coming through. an Ajay to the fair. I'll text you after uh, 9315, and we'll get that taken care of. Thank you. That's very, very kind of you. Look forward to going to see my very first rodeo in my life ever. Uh, Hey, in this hour, you're going to hear from Utah State uh, football. You're going to hear from uh, Coach Al. Coach <laughs> the, Al? Yeah. <laughs> the defensive line. Not not that Coach Al, which, by the way, I don't know if that's ever been cleared up. Uh, but,
2: Can uh, we the, get a proper pronunciation on his last name? He deserves that.
3: Lapuahu. Hey, very good. No, it's not. Yes. No, it's not. Is it really? Yes, I'm proud of you. I just took a flat out guess. Is that really how you say it? It is. Because if he's listening, that's not how you say it, and he's banging his radio. I'm going to blame you. <laughs> uh, you're going to hear from Coach Lopuahu. uh today. Uh, I got a chance to chat with him about the defensive line, Justin Rice. Uh, Kyle Van Leeuwen and Blake Anderson all met with the media after the first scrimmage for the Utah State Aggies on Saturday afternoon. They have another one that comes up this Saturday, a high noon at Maverick Stadium on Merlin-Olton Field. Part of Aggie Family Fun Football Day. Love to have you all there and support this Aggie team as they get ready for Washington State. Set for September 4th, 8 p.m. or excuse me, 9 p.m. Mountain kickoff time. Uh, I'll be a late night for you guys once again. Welcome to those late games. I'm um, fine. That's Fox. okay. We're
2: happy to do it. Happy to be there for Aggie fans. And Ajay, this team has playmakers. Yes, it does. Utah State has dudes that can make things happen on offense and defense. To suggest this team's only going to win three games is embarrassing yeah. to anybody who's. It's just no research. Yeah, they're just not paying attention. Yeah. So, uh, how many games this team's going to get, we can still debate that. Yeah. It's far more From than three. three. Um, Is it five? Is it six? Is it all the way up to eight? Oh, we'll see. I think this team still has a few things to figure out with a new coach and a new system and a lot of new players uh, trying to fill some important roles. But we saw some good things happening with some of those new players on Saturday. And uh, it, it's exciting to see where how this team's coming along so far. If you want to be a part of the
3: show today, don't forget you can always text in. We always love to have our listeners be a part of our show. Four three five three three nine zero three two one, four three five three three nine zero three two one. 339 text in to our Guild Mortgage text on it. Big thanks to Guild Mortgage, which Eric, by the way, we're going to be live at Guild Mortgage on Thursday afternoon. I am excited about that. Live at Guild Mortgage, our first ever full court press show, uh, live on the- uh, On location. On location, that's how you say it. I was going to say live on the grounds, but that wouldn't have- You would have made fun of me for that. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, let's see, 9315, thank you for all your USU talk. Other stations don't do near the job you guys do. Thank you.
2: Thank you. We appreciate we you have, listening to us. I, I just want to say this, because there was a lot going around was it last week. Oh, yeah. I, I just want to put it this way. We, we're blessed to be in a situation where we're right in the backyard of Utah State University, and we don't have to worry about other universities competing for attention in yeah. our neighborhood. Yeah. if that's easier to understand. So we're we're happy that we have that opportunity to focus on Utah State and provide that coverage that so many Aggie fans want. But and and doing that so that uh, and hearing the audio, hearing the coaches, hearing the players, hear them talk about it in their own words. So we're really uh, privileged to be able to do that.
3: And we, I mean, and we love what we do too. I mean, we love our job just like everyone else does who who gets a chance to be on the air and talk sports radio. Uh, you've been running this, this show, I'm in the lead of the gig for a long, long time. And I, I've been blessed for the opportunity to be able to join you on it as well. Um, but, and again, like I'm an Aggie alum, I, I think, are you an Aggie alum by the way? I didn't know this. I've gone to Utah state. Yeah. So, I mean, we're both Aggie guys. We've been Aggie guys for a long, long, long time or all our life. And we're happy to be here and opportunity to, uh, to cover Utah state football, basketball and, and the Olympic sports as well. It's a blast. And, uh, Will continue to do so. Three four two six text in. I was told that when they brought the schedule out, we would pick up eight, and I'm sticking to that. I love it. Hashtag playoffs. What playoffs? <laughs> I love it. Hey, do you know what three four two six? Good for you. I
2: love that optimism. Eight and four. There are That's okay with okay. There me. are a number of Aggie fans out there who share that. Um, I don't know that I'm going to be that aggressive with my preseason predictions. I think I've six and six is more where I feel pretty confident. Um, it's very possible they could go seven and five. Very well, could be five and seven. But I think six and six. I feel I feel good about that. I feel good about six and six. Eight and four. Uh, yeah, but you know just, what, dude? I'm okay know. with six and six. That's, that stretches my comfort level. Here's
3: what six and six does. What does it do, Eric? At six and six, you what? You're going bowling. You're going bowling. You're going to a bowl game in and Blake Anderson's first year after a disastrous, I mean horrendous, nightmarish season last year, where we were on national TV. Four weeks in a row for all the wrong reasons. You're six and six and go to a bowl game. And Ajay, we talked okay about this
2: a, a week ago, two weeks ago. Uh huh. How many other coaches in USU history in their first year at USU went to a bowl game? Oh, one. Yeah. One. One. One did. Yep. Blake Anderson could be the second.
3: <sighs> that gives me goose. i just thinking about nine three one five. Roll call to Aggie alumni like me. All right, Leon. Let's do a roll call. Uh, how you listening? Where are you listening from? Did you go to the scrimmage? Did you enjoy it? Do you like rodeo food? So in the first hour, if you're just catching up.
2: <laughs> rodeo food or fair food? I Dude. think there's a difference. Oh, yeah,
3: sorry. Fair food. Yeah. Well, it's not the same thing. Like, rodeo food is fair food. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you're an expert on fair rodeo food. Fair food has a wider variety. So our text line lit up because we started talking about fair food, and I loved it. Um, we The funnel cakes. I need to have a funnel cake. I am going to when I go to this rodeo next week in a and tree deep lot, fried something at the Box Elder Fairgrounds. I'm going whether it's catfish or dill pickle or a or Twinkie with butter. a candy bar in it. I'm not doing butter. I'm not okay. That's no, but a deep fried Twinkie with a candy bar in the middle of it. Yes, please give me. I need. <laughs> I want. I like so, it absolutely. Uh, if you had a chance to watch this scrimmage, what stood out to you? What did you like? What did you not like? What concerns you? What excites you? Uh, are your expectations over, under? Well, I mean, give us your thoughts. You can text in uh, to the show at four three five three three nine zero three two one. In about five minutes, we'll be calling for the bread and butter play of the game. It's simple. At, uh, when we do call for it, don't call us now because I'm not going to answer the phone. When we do call for it, we will uh, ask you to give us our bread or the bread-and-butter play of the game from the Skyview football game last Friday night in Skyview's win where they dominated Harriman. In fact, we're going to get to Region 11 football here in a little bit. Uh, but uh, John Newbold, after the game, declared the bread-and-butter play of the game. After which, now i then told you all, listen to the full-court press, and we would be giving it away. Thank you to 6453 for helping us out about that, uh, about, <laughs> about giving out the bread-and-butter. Yeah, butter. thanks for the
2: reminder on yeah.
3: that appreciate that. Uh 2603 text in Eric. I'm super interested to see how we do against Wazoo uh with the state of their program isn't.
2: Uh okay, so there are there are some weird things going on with Washington State. Oh, the COVID stuff, right? It's uh, COVID what? stuff. The, vaccine. the the state of of Washington issued an executive order that all state employees must get vaccinated. Coach Rolovich was pretty adamant he wasn't was going not, to get vaccinated. Yeah. And subsequently, there's been several reports out there that that football program is way behind and where they probably should be with team vaccinations. Dude, that's not good. So um, it's not a foregone conclusion that that game's not going to happen. I hope it still happens. Um, but uh, there's there's some weirdness going on, distractions outside. that have nothing to do with football going on in Pullman.
3: 5242. Two. Say something nice about George and Ying, and I'll buy you both tickets for you and your whole family. Okay. <laughs> George Nying played really, really hard. Okay, he he uh, he struggled in some areas, but the one thing you got out of George Nying is that he gave it hundred and ten percent. He went a hundred miles an hour, whether it was defense or offense, and his effort was off the charts.
2: Now, his hundred miles an hour was probably more like. Fifty miles per hour compared to like how others drive.
3: Okay, listen to you now, Mister. And Niang how fast he
2: moves. Yeah,
3: Niang Banger, go ahead now, huh? You were supposed to say something nice about him. Five two four two is willing to help you out, but you're getting sassy. George Niang always put in great effort. Always put in really good effort on the court. That's what I loved about him. Like you knew you were going to get the very best out of George Niang. Like favors, fifty percent. Uh, who else? Uh, Tony Bradley, five percent. But George Niang, you were getting everything out of the uh, Italian medallion. I'm gonna
2: miss him. I really am gonna no, miss him. No, you're not. I am. You're too. just, you're just patronizing what? to get what? something free.
3: No, he asked to say something nice about George Niang, and I'm doing that. Sue me. Uh, six four five three should win. Oh, sorry, three four two six says six four five three should win the bread and butter play of the game just by default. <laughs> 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 oh shoot! It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Five two four two participation trophy. What's his role gonna be in Philly? He'll come off the bench.
2: He'll he'll get rotation minutes.
3: Yeah. Hey, uh, is it one or two years over there for him? It's one, isn't it? Um, I Can't remember. I don't. I want to say it's two I actually. I don't remember. I might be wrong. To be honest. I think it's two. Oh, yeah. Uh 8003 says, Aggies go at least seven and five. Take it to the bank. I love
2: it. Uh 9315 on our Guild Mortgage text line. AJ should go early and interview some of the contestants at the rodeo. <laughs> then play them on the full court press or talk about them.
3: So uh <clears throat> you know, I, I understand when you are uh on the bull, but tell me about when you're on the bull. Like are you trying to ride the bull? Like I mean, because they're assessing a situational bull riding. So, are you riding the bull to ride the bull, or are you is, are you trying to do something with the bull?
2: Yeah, that's gonna be some great that's, radio. That's some of the kind I can a, f- see it right now.
3: You're gonna get incredible analysis from me when I go to the bull riding uh rodeo event. I, I am. I'm gonna interview Hey, I'm obviously, So I was in the full court press. Tell me, um, that bull kicked your butt. Why? Do you have any broken bones? Um, Tommy, me, why you, didn't
2: you stay out of that bull longer?
3: Could you... Why can not you hang on? Could you spare me $8.50 for a funnel cake over here <laughs> to the near side? <laughs> 5242, two, honest predictions for BYU and USU. Are you asking about the game or just USU? Sorry, I, I'm just trying to make sure I got this right. For Are you asking about BYU versus USU on Friday, October 1st? I think that's what he's asking about.
2: So, uh, That's a really good question. Uh, BYU... Lost a lot of the talent that they, they sure had. They provided a lot of game, a lot oh, so of wins. Yes, the game. Okay, for them a year ago. They don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Granted, neither does Utah State at this point. But um, I, I think BYU is going to be more vulnerable this year than they were a year ago for sure. Uh, does Utah State get the win? That game's in Logan.
3: Uh, yes. It's supposed to be at BYU last year, but it'll be back in Logan this year.
2: I can, I'm picking Utah State to get
3: that win. Okay. I'm going to say Utah State as well and I think they put up 35 plus points. Hmm. They lost way too much on defense. They got gashed on defense by the NFL. Uh and they lost their defensive coordinator if I'm not mistaken. Oh no, they lost their offensive No, I thought it was their OC. Yeah, they lost their but OC, left. sorry. Yeah. Uh let's see. 1570. USU will go 6 and 6 but will beat BYU eight zero zero three USU thirty one YBU nine nine eight three five audition interview the bull. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a typo. YBU. No, hey, I get it. I like it. It's a good joke.
2: Uh all right. We It's got time for the call out for the old grist mill, birder Burder.
3: Why Right? You, dude, you're a jerk. I mean this is no, this is what you've called you're it. You're insulting
2: me. This is the name you've given this contest. I, it's I, not what Hurricane John Newbold, or Rex uh, Davis call it when they do their high school broadcasts, but this is a, a play that that transpired during their uh, the the most recent Skyview football game. So it happened this last Friday. They called it out and talked about it in the post game, and if you were listening, you have to, you now have the opportunity to call in and tell us what it was. What was the Old Grist Mill bread and butter play of the game from Friday night? Skyview got the win. Uh, night, uh, Really, a a nice victory for Skyview. And uh, let us know what it was. 435-752-1069. If you can call in and correctly identify what the bread and butter play of the game was for Skyview football. Last Friday night, you get free bread from the Old Grist Mill.
3: Free carbs. I'm trying
2: to, and lots of gluten.
3: <laughs> of course, you have to bring. Which I'm back. okay with. Are you though? Yeah, I love gluten. Wait, are you a gluten-free guy? Did no, I not know this.
2: No, I'm I'm not a gluten-free guy. I'm all about the gluten.
3: Oh, good for you.
2: And the and the, and the glutton. Uh, three four two six quickly. Uh, Salveson is going to come in next Monday with a black and blue eye. If he asks any questions of the Cowboys at the rodeo, <laughs> don't mess with the bull. <laughs> You'll get You get a horn up the dot dot dot. Uh eight zero zero three AJ should enter the mutton busting. <laughs> what's that? That's kind of up your alley. Wait, what's the mutton busting? You try to ride a, a like a lamb or a sheep as it's running around. Okay. Normally it's the kids. That I'm not do that. sitting
3: on top of a sheep, guys. Let's see. Two three oh five. Can you name the two Boise State basketball players that are currently on the Golden State Warriors Summer League roster? Justine Justup is one of them. The shooting guard, really good shooter.
2: Is Alston with him too? I was too? gonna
3: say, is Derek Alston Jr. over there? I didn't. I mean, I can't I know think of drafted, any other Boise State players who
2: potentially no could else, be on a.
3: But I don't think anybody else was
2: a summer league roster.
3: So I know Justine Justup is one of them. I don't know if it's Derek Alston Jr. or somebody else. Five two four two says, funnel cakes on me if USU wins the game by 10. Oh, you're on. You're on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> you got it. Three, four, two, six. I think you should join the cow milking contest. I'm definitely buying tickets if that happens. I just—that
2: <laughs> could be exciting.
3: Okay, for who? You or me? Getting a foot to my face by a cow is not something everyone. <laughs> as long really as you approach it on the r-
2: correct side. Wait, what? It's about side. You have to come under the approach the cow on the right side. How do you know the correct side? Have you ever milked a cow? No, I've not.
3: So then how would – I'm not trusting you, dude. I'm not trusting you
2: at all. Uh, Jessup and Alston Jr. are on the Golden State Warriors Summer oh, League team. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, 1570, the starting kicker for the Raiders preseason game was from USU. Dominic Everly did get a chance to kick. He did well, too. Nice. Yeah, he he did really well. I'm so happy for him. I'm stoked for him. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, I was going to ask you. Okay, Eric, is this the – and to our listeners, too. I want our listeners to participate in this. Text in 435 Eric, is this the year that Utah State football and USU men's basketball both beat BYU? Ooh, now remember. They,
2: that is a very, very rare feat. They've got. that they both Alex, happen in the same year.
3: They've got the Alex Cabrero kid who's back, who was a pain in the butt last year, but they lose Matt Harms, who wasn't. Did you
2: say great. Alex Cabrero? Yeah. What's his Isn't he a name? news
3: reporter? Who? Alex Cabrero? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Eric, come Alex on. Cabrero
2: is no, a news reporter no, Eric, just for help KSL. Me. No. Eric, help me. What's his name? I'm not going to help you. Uh, We're going to take a time out, though, while you uh, consider that. And there's still time to call in and win the Old Grist Mill bread Alex, and butter play Alex. of the game. Alex, Alex. If you can identify the the... The play that Hurricane John Newbold and Rex Davis identified as the play, basically the play of the game, for uh, Skyview Bobcats on Friday night four three five seven five two one zero six nine.
4: If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695, North Main and Logan, across from Angie's.
1: It's time to plan your fall home improvement project. You've had ideas on how to spruce up your outdoor space, and nothing is better than a smooth surface to party on. Castelite in Logan has pavers you can install yourself. But if you're not sure how to do it, their in-house professionals can teach you how to do it right. With Castalite, you can turn your outdoor living space into the entertainment capital of the neighborhood. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at Castalite.com. Crystal Vision is honored to be voted the gold medalist in Best of Northern Utah for optometrist and eye doctor. Thank you for your votes and trust in their business. To celebrate this award, they're offering a 20% off sale on their frames and lenses. Crystal Vision carries frames and lenses for your unique style and budget. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision
4: on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com.
1: Well, what
0: shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. What now,
4: Chris Paul? He can opt out, he can become a free agent, he could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30 plus million for three years, because the reality is, he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals, and eventually the NBA Finals warmed down. That's just the reality. Of
0: it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. <laughs>
3: Eric, France, and Al-Jay Salveson, 435 752 We're still looking for a winner for our Breta Bretta play of the week. Skyview in their win over Harriman. We we won't get to some Region Eleven football here. Uh, we'll crap it uh, probably towards the end of the show. But, uh, Eric, I – There were some big wins no, for There were 11. some great wins. Some, yeah. I mean, standout performances too. But, again, bread and butter play of the week, 435 752 To be able to call in and tell us what the bread and butter play of the week was. And if you get it right, guess what? You get free loaves of bread. That's yummy. 3426. Yes, 100%. But my question was, Eric, does football and basketball both beat BYU this year? Basketball's at the Marriott Center this year. BYU is at Maverick Stadium for football. see 3426. Yes, 100%. Football and basketball. My favorite team is Utah State. And anyone who beats BYU. Okay, I think football we beat them. Basketball is going to be a challenge.
2: You got that reporter uh, Alex Cabrero down Dude, there playing don't. lockdown defense with his microphone so in hand. And I looked it up; it's Alex Barcelo,
3: by the way. <laughs> okay. I knew it rhymed with Barcelona. I just can't <laughs> remember what it was.
2: Nine three one five. By the way, Wellsville still has a rodeo to come for the valley, and yes, oh. they beat them both in basketball and football. We also still have the USU rodeo.
3: So got, I mean, yeah, there's still lots of opportunities. I just want to go, I, and okay. I do want to go to the rodeo, but I just want a funnel cake. That's really You're more I'm interested going. in the
2: fair food than. Oh, yeah.
3: I am ready to get naughty. With, the animals. I am ready okay. to get naughty with my body. Okay. Okay. That's Let's, a little weird. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, go ahead and turn it over to Coach Blake Anderson. After Friday's scrimmage, he, uh, or excuse me, Saturday's scrimmage on uh, their first one open to the public. Coach Anderson had a chance to chat with the media, and here's what he had to say.
7: The goals for today were, you know, play with great effort. I thought, you know, just from the vantage point where I was, that we played hard. So that was a good sign. I mean, it'll, you always see things on tape that you don't see in person, but I thought it just felt like we were playing hard. Uh, number two, uh, play physical. Uh, you know, it was a good first step. We ran the ball well at times with some physical hits. Uh, you know, biggest biggest concern obviously the turnovers you can't have six turnovers in, in a game and, and expect to win very often so I'm fired up about the defense for creating them and I'm frustrated with the offense for having them I don't win today I guess that's the way it goes when you go against yourself I wanted them to have a good time and I don't think they are we've had really really good energy from these guys all week uh, we have not had to beg them to practice they've come prepared meetings have been good so in terms of culture and character of what we're expecting and acting asking of them in that sense it's been a really really good first week we just clearly have a lot of things to fix and work on uh, to, to see where we stack up a week from now and a lot of situational ball that we didn't play in today we didn't do anything down in the score zone and red zone you know that stuff that we'll start adding next week so to get it'll you know it'll it'll accumulate it'll get complicated form, but we need to respond well all in all no big injuries that i'm aware of so in that sense it's a It's a good day as well.
8: So then, when you got down in scoring position, when you they didn't convert a third down, you just kind of just decided not to try to push it in. Well, there were some situations
7: there. We would have kicked some of them. We Mm -hmm. potentially would have gone for it. Um, Yeah, just being really conservative. Once we got around the ten yard line, we haven't worked that area of the field. That all goes in this week, and and don't want to try to get ahead of what our install is. So we've got enough new guys that. Uh, we just, there's no need to put them in that position. So most of this was spo- built to be open field that obviously stacks up against the offense, their ability to, to, to get any short fields really didn't give me any today, but, uh, they, you know, they, this time next week, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll manufacture some drives down in there to, to get work.
8: Did you, uh, like today we saw three quarterbacks, did you play mostly just two teams or did you play a
7: lot of guys? Yeah, we're, 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 we're talented, but really thin up front. And, and so, um, we, we really only had two groups, and so everybody blended in with those two groups, and that dictated some guys possibly not getting reps that we would have liked to have gotten had we had a full three group, but we just we just don't have it up on the front. So we've got it in the back end. They get work all week, but they, they, they just don't get teamwork in, a, in an environment like today. Do
8: you feel like then the guys up front, though, are solidifying themselves as ones and twos? More? Yeah, I
7: think so. Now, Who's in the ones and who's in the twos on any given day, I think, it shakes up a good bit. We want competition, and, and we're not – we're not at a point yet where we know exactly who those five are going to be or who those four are going to be. But I do think we, we know who is, you know, solidly in those, those in the ones and twos. Now, what the rotation looks like, and a lot of things still have to be determined there.
4: Um, I mean, people are familiar with uh, a lot of your playmakers, Tompkins, uh, Jordan Nathan, um, McGriff, uh, Van <laughs> Leeuwen came out there and made a lot of plays yeah. today. How, how, how much of an impact can he make for this program if he continues all down the path he's on?
7: Well, I think he'd have a huge impact. And, and I think if people paid attention to spring, the guy made plays in every scrimmage, every practice. He exceeded you know, our expectations going into spring. Now, I just, I just expected of him now. So that's not a surprise to me. Uh, really well-rounded group. We can play a lot of guys. It takes a lot of pressure off of Brandon Bowling and the DT. We're able to put multiple guys out there in different personnel packages, which creates a lot of problems for the defense. So, I mean, I, I think I mean, he, he's a huge weapon for us in his versatility and his playmaking ability.
8: Where do you feel the quarterback position's going now with the guys now after a first week? Because stats-wise, we keep looking and they look pretty good yeah. in practice and all. But today, I mean, obviously Bonner came in the first time he had the ball. Both times, it really moved him.
7: Yeah, I think he's. I think he's getting his legs underneath him and missed all spring and most of the summer. He's starting to look better and better every day compared to, uh, you know, to the to the group. Uh, Peasley had a great summer and prepared himself well, and you can see that there's a confidence level about him. We had way too many turnovers, regardless who's in there. Uh, I think it's it's clearly a two-man race, and and kind of on any given day, who knows? I think this this week's gonna mean a lot for both of them.
9: Coach, what can you tell us about Byron Bonds? He was
4: in at is there anything you can Yeah, it's
7: I mean it's probably probably the rest of the week, maybe just to be really safe. Fully expect him to be ready going into Washington State. You know, just kind of got rolled up. He's had a great spring and a, and a really good early camp, We're just being super cautious.
9: And on top of that, I thought the defense line without him looked really good. Yeah. How uh, stood out, what do you think about him?
7: Well, Hollis yeah. stands out every day. If we can just keep him from jumping off sides, would be good. <laughs> and he did great today. I don't know if y'all noticed, they tried to get him to jump off sides and he didn't do it. And he peeked <laughs> back behind the old line to make sure I was noticing. Uh, you know, Marcus, uh, Phil has been a really good addition coming in from Michigan, just the big physical uh, body that he creates in there in the inside gaps. and. Honestly, Justin Rice being in the best shape of his life, playing right there behind him, that all works really, really well together. It'd be good to get Byron back, but uh, that group is gonna play a lot of bodies, keep him fresh, but you're right, there's some feature guys that just tend to stand out and Holly's definitely one of those guys.
8: Well, and you got guys like, uh, well, Rice stands out, look what he makes, and then Wakely. Yeah. plays, it seems like, all the time.
7: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you, we, we, I, I think With the the defense that we have, the style of play that we're gonna play with, you're gonna see a lot of bodies. I I think we're gonna rotate at least a two deep in there, if maybe not a two deep plus, keep them fresh, let them fly the ball. Getting 11 hats to the ball is gonna be huge for what we need to do. And and so we need as many contributors as possible. It's good to see crew make a play. And Hunter Reynolds stepping in, hadn't been here just a couple weeks, Phil. Nick Henninger being back on the field, his leadership and his maturity is huge. There's a lot of pieces of the puzzle that are coming together right now. And I think they're playing with some confidence
4: you mentioned hunter reynolds who are some of the other guys maybe that were not whether they were here for spring ball or not who are some of those other first year guys in the program who have really flashed the last couple of weeks
7: well hunter definitely has i mean he's made a play pretty much every day defensively that that you you know that that you can see his maturity and just his skill set mainly just calmness out there nick we didn't get to see nick play down all spring or summer so he's been a huge impact his, uh, his maturity there, kind of calm as well. Kind of, I think it helps the guys around him. I mentioned Phil Paia. that's a D tackle that came in from Michigan. He's showing up uh, over there as well. Th- those are guys that none of them were here in the spring or, or didn't get reps in the spring. That I think are, are really factoring in, in, in a big way.
4: Anything else for coach? Okay. No
8: questions so this from me, then, Coach. What, nope. what, what? specifically besides red zone? What do you? Uh, well, you everything.
7: Besides? I mean, yeah. you got two minutes. You got red zone. You got coming out. I mean, that's where every little piece of the puzzle is going to start start getting dropped in over the course of the week. So it'll be be a busy week for them. You know, the normal D and D install slows down, but the situational awareness picks up in a big way.
3: Okay. Sure. That's uh, Coach Blake Anderson with the media after Saturday's scrimmage uh, for Utah State football. Again, they have another one coming up. On Saturday, a high noon, uh, part of Aggie Family Fun Football Day, where you'll we'll be able to, chance to see the team in action for the final time before they close everything down and get ready for the Washington State Cougars. The offense for the Utah State uh, Aggies on Saturday generated 609 yards, of total offense 519 through the air, and Kyle Van Leeuwen had uh, led the charge on the receiving department with 11 catches for 131 yards, while freshman Nani Davis had 7 for 75, and Devin Topkins, their leading wideout had six for 82. Here is Kyle Van Leeuwen with the media talking about his uh, day and the football
5: team including the offense.
9: Let Kyle, open up with how he thought the offense played today and then you guys
0: can ask some questions.
5: Uh, as a team and as an offense I think we did, did pretty well. I mean obviously we have to work on ball security, we have to work on t- getting the ball off the ground. Um, tempo looked a lot better than it did in spring. Um, but overall I'm excited for what's ahead. Uh, Offense will be really explosive and we got a lot of talent and we worked really hard. So I'm excited for what's to come. I mean, there's a lot to work on still, but I mean, as an offense, I think we did pretty well.
8: So both quarterbacks uh, at times had really good things. What do you think
5: of the quarterback spot? Uh, It's a tough position right now. We got a lot of talent at the QB position. I mean, all of them can do the job. Um, So we just got to keep working Um, with the receivers, with the quarterbacks, the running backs, the whole offense. Uh, but as far as QB, I'm not worried who the guy will be, because I know whoever the guy will be will be able to get the ball in the end zone, so.
4: Yeah, how good did you feel about the mojo you had with the quarterbacks today? You made a lot of catches today, or you know, was getting separated pretty, separation pretty consistently today.
5: Uh, I mean, it all starts with the O-linemen. I mean, them giving the QB time, and then the QB making the throw. So I just had to do my job, and then, I mean, the ball comes to me, I'll do my best to catch it. Uh, so, I mean, it all starts with o alignment. <laughs>
8: How can you talk about your situation coming in here? You're Obviously there's some other guys that we've looked at, you know, a wide receiver, but all yeah. of a sudden it seems like you're always making plays and all these things yeah. and moving up the charts. Uh-huh. I mean, with your hard work, obviously. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that?
5: I mean, I've always had the de- desire to play. I mean, the last two years I really haven't had the opportunity, but I knew my time would come. I mean, I still have a long time ahead of me here as well, and I'm just patient with the process. Um, but it's just, I mean, as a team, I mean, it all starts with the man above. So it's nothing that I do. I just work hard, come out here every day and do my best, and then hopefully when I get the chance, perform. So,
8: What is your role or what spot? Are you mostly a slot?
5: Yeah, for the most so I'll mostly play slot receiver. So, I mean, occasionally if they want, they'll throw me outside, but I usually stay inside. So,
8: so slot receiver, you're involved in tough or tight catches.
5: Is that fair to say? I mean, you could say that. I mean, whenever the ball's in the air, it's it's usually going to be tough. So you got to go up and get it. Um, With the in-slot receiver, you have a lot of balls over the middle, which is never easy, but they're my favorite. Uh, So, I mean, just in general, though, it's every ball that goes in the air, you got to go after it. The ball is the team, so you got to just go up and get it and make sure you secure it. And you're talking about ball security. You could tell. Did that get to you when the defense makes plays and they're, you running
8: all over the field? <laughs> you mean, guys on the other side. You guys don't get too excited. About no, the, I play.
5: mean the defense always making noise. Uh, <laughs> offense, we always just try and stay poised. Doesn't mean we're not excited or, or not out there working hard, but we just have to stay poised and play the next play. So,
9: um, are there any guys on the defensive side that you're like, oh, do you like? Man, they're formidable. They're, man, that guy's yeah. locking me down.
5: Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good players. We got Shaq, Bond, Cash. I mean, you got Dre. You got there, there's too many guys I can name. We got a great team all around. Um, it's fun to go against them every day. I'm excited to go against not my team, but it's it's fun going against our team. It makes us it makes us better. So.
9: And also for you personally, with the new offense, it's a little bit faster. and New coaching staff. Do you think that that has fit you better and helped you be able to? get more action inside and, and make
5: more catches? Uh, I like the pace of the offense. It's really good. Um, and the strength staff has done a really good job of getting us in shape. Um, so, but, yeah, I mean, just the, the whole play, playbook and the offense we run, is it's going to be deadly. I'm excited. So, Anything else for Kyle? Okay.
2: I love how Kyle answered the question from Al about uh, – because, yes, we, we've seen this time and time again. When the defense makes a play and they get into the end zone – it's like a madhouse and everybody's going bonkers and uh because look they don't they don't get to do that as often as the offense does and he's like yeah when we make a play it's all business like yeah we we celebrate we're happy but we're not going nuts like the defense does so I love that there's always a little bit of a you know internal rivalry when it and comes that, to offense and defense and how they and uh, approach each want. other and that's U- okay yeah, it's healthy Yeah no no
3: no no you want that you are asking for that that's what you're begging for from these from these guys, and so, um, yeah, that's that's it's good to see. It's good to see Kyle Van Leeuwen having a great camp as well. He's he's been uh, he's been one of the guys who they've really talked about and have been highlighting day after day after day. Is Kyle Van Leeuwen.
2: sure hands makes great plays, has good control of his body, and uh, we we've talked about this. There's a lot of depth at that position. Jordan Nathan Van Lewin, I mean, there's several different guys bowling who play that position and play it well. Uh, which is a, another great weapon that Utah State, Utah State has offensively and uh, gives another great target for whether it's Peasley or Bonner under center.
3: All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we're going to hear from Coach Al Lapuahu. You're doing great. I hate you. I don't know why you don't trust yourself. Because no, you, I look at you and you're like, yeah, you got it. What a loser! He totally no, the No, I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. And then you're also going to hear from Justin Rice from Saturday's scrimmage when Al got a chance to meet with him as well. Uh, we'll get that, and we'll also talk Region Eleven football. Uh, do
2: we have a winner for our bread and butter?
3: Oh, we do. Yeah. Sorry, Ashley Jenks called in and was correct. Thirty-one yard touchdown pass uh, from Garrett Zollinger to put SkyU up twenty-one to three, I believe. Yep. And uh, pretty much
2: Zollinger to Jackson.
3: Yeah. So Ashley Jenks, winner of the Old Gristmill bread and butter, she gets four loaves of free bed from Old Gristmill?
2: Uh, I haven't seen the certificate. It's some she gets bread. I know that. Go so, get your I gotta find the certificates. Hey,
3: hey, do you, you know what uh, what's that what's his bucket? Marshawn Lynch. Go get your bread.
2: <laughs> Go get your bread. <laughs>
3: That's all coming up on the full court press here. Congratulations, Ashley. Football. Yeah, congrats, Ashley. That was a good answer. It was the right answer. It's the
0: full court press with Eric Frenson and AJ Selveson.
3: You know, when I was 20, I was spry, I was springy, I was froggy. Now I wake up and it's like the nuts and the
2: bolts haven't been um lubed. What? The nuts uh, been haven't lube. been lubed? Yeah. If you wanna call in and wish AJ happy. No, to you can do that too. Our our phone lines are dead. Do not pull the plug on that. Stay back. Oh, out oh, not <laughs> reach. Just pull it away. Oh, I can't reach.
0: Yeah. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We
2: love to give back to the community. From August 16th to August 28th, we will donate a portion of our sales to the family place of Cache Valley. One of the ways you can help us is come look at the new load of Whirlpool scratch and dent appliances we have in stock. Get these top-of-the-line appliances with our exclusive two-year extended warranty. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Listen for a live radio broadcast Saturday. The Daryl's
1: Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for both Talks, fillers, skincare, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to ascentaesthetics.com. That's ascentaesthetics.com for more details. Hey, Are you looking for a way to get back to your community? Join the United Way of Cache Valley for the annual Day of Caring, Thursday, September 9th, the Willow Park Pavilion, beginning at 9 a.m. Be a part of the United Way and their commitment to unite the caring power of Cache Valley to better the lives of the individuals in our area. You can make a difference. A Day of Caring with the United Way of Cache Valley, September 9th. Sign up at unitedwayofcachevalley.org or justserve.org. This is Mark Thurston from White Pine Funeral Services. On behalf of all of us here at White Pine, we want to thank the community of Cache Valley for your support this past year. Thank you for selecting us as a silver winner for the best of northern Utah. We look forward to many more years of working with you here in our community. We know you have a choice, and we hope you will consider White Pine Funeral Services. If you have questions about cremation, funerals, or planning ahead, please contact us or visit
0: whitepinefunerals.com. White Pine Funeral
1: Services.
0: The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
3: It's the Full Court Press. Eric Frantz and Frantzenazze Salveson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM The Fan. Congrats to Ashley Jenks, who won the bread and butter... Play of the game award. She gets some bread from Old Gristmill, free bread from Old Gristmill. So uh, we'll have that every Friday after the game. John Newbold will announce the bread and butter play of the game on Monday. We'll ask for it to be called upon about 5.15 every Monday. You have a chance to win some free bread from Old Gristmill. Big thanks to Old Gristmill for being a sponsor of Skyview Football and being a part of this show as well. Uh, Eric, let's go ahead and get to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Justin Rice. We talked a lot about this guy already. He had quite the afternoon on on Saturday where he had an interception, a forced fumble, and then a fumble recovery, uh, as well as... Uh,
2: and an interception.
3: And an interception. I said he had two picks. He only had one, actually. I lied to you guys about that. Um, oh, yeah. He had six tackles, one tackle for a loss. Busy day. It's not bad for that. He's a great addition to Utah State oh, defense. Dude, he is phenomenal. He is something else. So... Uh, here is, in fact, actually, we're gonna. I gotta do a couple things here on this so I, so people can hear it. <laughs> uh, but again, I th- I thought Justin Rice. It's just his awareness on the field, and it's his it's his vision to see things before they happen. Like that pick was something he just saw before it happened, and he may and then he made a play on it. That's what was so impressive.
2: Just made a great read, snatched it right out of the air. Um, it's not like he was dropped back into coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, just made a great read, great athleticism. Yeah, he's uh, he is the, the, the captain and quarterback of that defense.
3: Here is Justin Rice with uh, the media after the scrimmage on Saturday.
4: All right, we've got uh, senior linebacker Justin Rice. Justin, do you want to open up with how you thought the defense played today, and then you guys can ask questions.
9: Yeah, I thought we came out here and uh, gave great effort. Uh, we are pretty good on uh, assignment sound football, and uh, when everyone's running the ball, that creates turnovers, and we had a lot of turnovers today, and uh, turnovers win games. So, we did really well on that front,
8: and flying around creates those turnovers. Talk about your turnover, that one with the interception. What did you see on that player? what happened?
9: Um, he gave me a good run fake, so I bit up, and he had gotten me a few times at the line of scrimmage. I kept missing the ball, so I just kind of sat at the line of scrimmage, followed his eyes, and we threw it. I just jumped up and batted it and caught it.
4: You're uh, at Fresno State a couple of years ago. I want to say you had four fumble recoveries, made a lot of tackles, had a lot of tackles for loss last year. Uh, the interception obviously caught all of our attention here. Uh, how much pride do you take in uh, just showcasing your well-rounded skills as a defensive player? Uh,
9: I just try to do as much as I can for the team. And that's kind of, we just emphasize turnovers. And that's one of the things that I take pride in, is if you can get the ball back for the offense, you win a lot of games. So uh, that's a lot of things we take pride in as a, as a defense as a whole and me personally.
8: Justin, where is the defense at linebacker? Do you feel like it's a two, four guys uh, situation at that spot to play? What do you think so
9: far? Yeah, we we got a lot of depth at linebacker right now, so uh, you're going to see all four guys. Um, We all bring different attributes to the the field, so some of us are better pass rushers, some of us are better in open field, so depending on situation, you'll probably see a bunch of different uh, linebackers in at different times.
8: I mean, the offense never really broke any plays for a touchdown in the scrimmage today. I mean, they got down towards the red zone, like the coach said, they called it off. But do you feel like as a defense, you guys stayed away from giving up a lot of big plays today?
4: Yeah,
9: uh, another big thing opposite of turnovers is, is explosive plays. We try to give up less than 10 yards rushing and anything over 15 yards in the air is an explosive play. So if you limit explosive plays and you have a lot of turnovers, you're playing pretty good defense that game. Justin, for you, you're flying all over the field and you're involved in a lot of the tackles that look like today. Do you feel like you're
4: playing your best football of your career right now? Uh,
9: I've been just trying to improve every day. Um, being a six-year linebacker, I've seen a lot of football, played a lot of football, been in a lot of different schemes, and I just keep learning from the coaches. Uh, players here have played different schemes. They've been teaching me as well. So the more information you can gather, the more snaps you can play, the, just, the better you can become.
8: I think, let's see, the defensive coordinator is not the guy you played for last year but is it similar type defense to what you played at Arkansas State or what?
9: Um, no, different. different. We, we, I was closer to what we're playing here at Fresno.
8: Okay, and so this is more kind of going back to that a little bit more. Yeah. Do things come back when you've played it before, or how does that work?
9: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the schemes and schematics of things uh, kind of play the same. Run fits, pass drops, they all kind of play the same.
8: So the
9: more you can carry over and remember, uh, the
8: easier it is. Coach talked that he was a little worried about depth on the fronts of both sides. What do you see, let me ask you about, what do you see practice against the offensive line for us and then how is the defensive line coming up in front of you?
9: Yeah, the defensive line is doing great. The more depth we can get there, the better. The more we can rotate one, twos, threes, and be consistent, the more we can play, the faster we can play and the more we can do. If they're not tired, we're going to be kicking some butt. And same with the offense. If we can keep switching guys in, Keeping guys fresh, the offense can roll and they can be really fast. So the more guys we can get with depth,
8: the more guys we can rotate in, the faster we'll be. Are you seeing the offensive line, though, improving with trying to stick together? It looked like five guys were kind of one group and five guys were the others. Do you feel like when you go against them, they're getting better?
9: Yeah, they're definitely communicating very well. They're picking up a lot of our, our, our pressures. We put in a lot in the first seven days of camp. So for them to pick it up um, this fast and to be communicating that well, they're, they're picking up really well.
5: You yeah, fun?
8: Yeah, of course, <laughs> always. Football's fun.
5: Justin,
8: to play football that many years, you must like <laughs> yeah, it.
9: <laughs> gotta love it. And all the places you've been, too. Yeah, it's an experience for sure. <laughs> okay, thanks, Justin.
3: Thank you. That's Justin Rice with uh, the media after Saturday's scrimmage. Again, this Saturday's scrimmage like is at Highland Maverick Stadium. What a great addition. Milton Field. Boy, he is going to be something. Let me ask you something. Who do you think will have the greater be the greater addition to the Utah State defense? And I know it's just throwing a crystal ball again. Justin Rice, Tippa go. Who will be the more valuable addition? After it's said and done, Justin Rice or Tippa
2: Oh boy, good question, is what's
3: was amazing. He what's was mean? great. He was special. The
2: only thing is, Tipa probably had more years under his belt at Utah State. Justin's only going to have one. Um. Hmm.
3: But Justin could do a lot in that Justin one year, could, too. Yeah,
2: he could. Uh, Very possible. He could definitely uh, get you a lot of attention. He has that ability.
3: All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, to talk some Region 11 football. What a great night it was for Region 11. Um, more more often than not, teams come out on the winning end of Region 11 football. We'll tell you uh, how those scores ended up being and what the schedule like looks like this week. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. It's the music you love, you can sing every word, a flood of memories. Cherry Peak Resort is proud to
1: present Air Supply. Girl, you're every woman in the to me. It's the perfect date night, music and food. Due to continued extreme fire danger in our local mountains including Cherry Peak Resort, the event is at Green Canyon High School for your safety.
4: Even the
1: A huge thank you to Green Canyon High School Administration for their continued support. If you love Air Supply, get your tickets today. They're going fast. Bring a date, make a memory, relive memories from the past. You're going to love the sound of one of your favorite bands, Air Supply.
2: Supply.
1: air supply at green canyon high school thursday august 19th tickets on sale now at skicpr.com.
0: the army national guard plays a vital role in your community we're on the front lines supporting essential personnel first responders law enforcement and medical professionals delivering food supplies and medicine keeping communities safe making a difference during emergencies we're always ready always there Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored
3: by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station.
4: This is Ryan, my mattress. We all know some of the side effects of not sleeping well, a forgetfulness, inability to focus, bad driving, hallucinations now and again. Does this sound familiar? City of Lewiston. Lewiston. We at My Mattress care about you and your well-being. Prove all the other cities wrong and show them that you do care about better sleep. And buy a mattress at My Mattress. If you're sleep-deprived and can't remember where we're located, we're at 981 South Main by the South Walmart. Lewiston, isn't it time to sleep exceptionally?
1: It's the music you love. You can sing every word. A flood of memories. Cherry Peak Resort is proud to present Air Supply. perfect date night, music and food. Due to continued extreme fire danger in our local mountains, including Cherry Peak Resort, the event is at Green Canyon High School for your safety. A huge thank you to Green Canyon High School Administration for their continued support. If you love air supply, get your tickets today. They're going fast a date, make a memory, relive memories from the past. You're going to love the sound of one of your favorite bands, Air Supply.
2: Air Supply. Air Supply
1: Supply at Green Canyon High School, Thursday, August 19th. Tickets on sale now at SkiCPR.com.
0: Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
3: Full Court Press, Eric Frantz and Ajay Salveson here on 106.9 The Fan. Thanks for joining us for today's show. It's been a pleasure to have you guys hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you.
2: Uh,
3: see. 9315 had texted in earlier. If Foggi needs to learn more about rodeo, I'm a PRCA rodeo contestant. Wow. I can give you some great YouTube links that explain each event and how they score or time them. All right.
6: Nice. All
2: right. I'll uh, think about it. <laughs> you get some, yeah, you get the inside scoop. How it works. Stop. It. It's great. Stop it.
3: Hey, Region Eleven football took place in Week One, Eric, and it was a successful week for Region Eleven.
2: Most teams, yeah, came out playing really well. We had two teams that struggled against their opponents. Um, not overly surprised because uh, they went up against some really good teams, but um, there were some good, some great games. Uh, big wins over higher uh, classification schools. Skyview beating Harriman twenty-one to ten. Ridgeline beating Bonneville, 29-16. to Logan with the victory over Viewmont. How about that? And that running game just tore them up. <laughs> uh talking to Al Lewis. He said uh, uh, Matthew Mason. I hope I got that name correct. Like, yeah, that's right. Just tore them up in the second half. Viewmont just could not stop, stop the them. Logan running game. Yep. So those are all above higher classification. Um, Green Canyon, Crimson Cliffs, a great showdown between North and South. And Green Canyon with some great plays, especially on defense. Late in that game, Crimson Cliffs, they're making a drive to get it into, uh, an, give them a, a chance to go ahead. And Green Canyon with some great defensive plays, uh, great to play on the ball with an interception to seal the deal. Uh, some great wins there for those teams. Unfortunately, Bear River and Mountain Crest uh, struggled on the road. Um Bear River losing to Morgan 39 to 5 and Mountain Crest losing to Stansbury 49 to 7. That Stansbury team is a really good team. Absolutely. And uh they're going to play two other teams in region 11 over these next few weeks. So Mountain Crest will not be the only school to face the Stallions and kind of uh, suffer their wrath. We'll see if other schools can uh, do better against Stansbury the coming weeks.
3: This upcoming Friday Skyview is at Bonneville Green Canyon will host Park City Morgan. Will be or excuse me, Bear River will be at Clearfield Ridgeline. We'll host Stansbury. Logan hosts Juan Diego. That should be a good one. And Mountain Crest will host Wasatch. You can find all the streams and such on com.
2: Right. You, how to listen, the radio stations that will be broadcasting them, and also how to watch them. We'll have a live video streaming of these games available on com. Super excited to see how it all comes together and yeah, see what adjustments too. get made for Week 2 in high school football.
3: Not a bad start though for Regional Eleven. That is a pretty good start. You can't ask much for much more.
2: Hey, uh tomorrow we'll hear from Al Lapuahu. We didn't get a chance to hear from him today, but we will make sure we hear from him tomorrow.
3: Yep. So we'll talk to you tomorrow night on Tuesday at four o'clock.